That came through nice and it's good push. <laughs> it comes from the diaphragm. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. I'm Jason. And this time we played Neoverse. You enter the Neoverse. Roll initiative. The CCG of our year of anime. 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 Yeah, so how did this come across our um, plates? I, it, uh, I was scrolling and it looked anime as hell and it looked bad. Guess what? <laughs> Both of those are true. I'm so great. I can just nail nail games from across the room now. I just look at it and I go, that game, anime as fuck, and also shitty. You know, like, uh, I didn't think it was that anime, and then, like, you start looking at the models, and like, oh, man. And then the opening cutscene yeah, starts. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, Neoverse, uh, developed and published by Tino Games, Inc., you know, the makers of Neoverse, <laughs> released 2021. That's all I can find on it. <laughs> Which is weird because I can see YouTube stuff from 2019, a launch trailer in 2020. Yeah, I thought it came out in 2020, but I guess 2021? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, released on the Windows and Mac OS. So get wrecked, console plebs. You're missing your... <sighs> I was going to say fun, but that's not the right F and U word I was thinking of. CCG-ish game? That's a card game. Uh, it's I mean, it's a roguelike deck builder. <sighs> Yeah. Which has now just described that whole first section that uh, other people usually do. It's a roguelike deck builder. If you want the famous examples of that, it's uh, Slay the Spire and Monster Train. Man, I was thinking of another one, but it was probably just Slay the Spire and or Monster Train. Yep, those ones. Yeah, the famous ones. The good ones? Yeah. I can close this. I'm done with that now. <laughs> yeah, done with all your notes. I don't. Straight up, I, I have no notes for this game. Hell yeah. There's not enough here to take notes on. Free balling. Wait, that's not what we normally do? <laughs> I mean, like, dear listeners, uh, the notes that I take are a rough outline at best. Now, some games require actual notes. Like, if we have a long game, I've got pages of notes. But I have found that as time goes on and I refer to my notes less and less, why am I bother writing all this shit down? Yeah, just sit in the front of the microphone and let me talk like an idiot for an hour. I mean, that's usually what I do. Yeah. So the story, sto I'm not, I'm not even going to try. Um, so games like this tend to not really have a story. Roguelikes are often story light in general. The deck builders that I've seen, again, Slay the Spire, Monster Train, both of which I have played extensively. Slay the Spire is very light on story. And Monster Train has the trappings of a story and that's it. <laughs> it has enough story to get you from point A to point B, but yeah. Yeah, right. Hell's Fire is going out. You have the last ember of Hell's Fire. You need to reach the thing. Yeah, stuff tries to stop you. I haven't played Slay the Spire because I don't want to lose the next 80 hours to it, which is what I'm afraid will happen. Probably. Because it looks real good. It's real good. Uh, you uh, you try to climb a magic tower and kill the beating heart at the center of the tower. Every time you do, it like totals up your damage, but not just your damage, the damage that like everyone has ever done to the heart it's weird hmm. yeah okay sure there's probably some end game or something i don't know you keep throwing man at heart of evil magic tower that's it like and so neoverse is i don't actually know you play as one of three anime ladies fighting your way through 15 battles yep yep and um i don't like they don't really go through even the setup 
like Monster Train does, has that like initial here's your blah blah blah. And Slay the Spire doesn't really, but there's Slay the Spire is still more coherent. I'm not sure at all what Neoverse is going for. Well, yeah, like you have that opening cutscene, but it's more like it isn't setting up a story. It's more like art assets and i hesitate to say character introduction because you don't like there's no characterization to them it's just anime ladies doing anime things yeah and they're all like from what i could gather and i'm so i'm gonna make this up get used to this uh (laughs) there's three anime chicks in three separate universes they all come from different areas because you've got the first chick who's all like tron and the second chick who's like a medieval knight right and then third chick who's fucking magic it's just a goddess right yeah she's like an angel who summons dragons or a lion or a griffin yeah yeah and so they're they're from like different universes and the crazy ring that they jump through sometimes like links different universes i guess and then there's a magic cube that they all try to get well one of them gets and then they throw between the three of them like this magic cube is the important MacGuffin, the hot potato of unobtainium yeah they don't explain any of it, but that's what happens. Sure. And then the game starts and um, they they explain even less. Oh my God. Yeah, they do. <laughs> what happens now is you get to play as uh, Radioactive Cyber Ninja. Yeah. Uh, what's her fuck? So uh, the Tron lady who's absurdly shiny. <laughs> she I know very what you're thinking. Shiny. What does he mean? No, no. She's wearing like some skin tight silver jumpsuit thing because she's from the Tron world. <laughs> and she is oddly shiny like she's covered in she doesn't look wet but she's shiny like she's wet yeah like somebody needed to turn down the uh, light settings in their unity <laughs> something like it was it was it's not great but the, the the weird thing is the battles so like the, part of the problem i have is the uh i don't know what do you call it, the like cohesiveness of it because the battles you fight random garbage right sometimes it's like goblins and sometimes it's murder machines yep it's kind of all over the place i want to say it like there's a theme because there's three different worlds that you go through and there's a theme for each one kind of because like you run into robots and goblins and all three of them yeah and then like the elites are different but not i don't know but then like some of the times you're just what appears to be on like a street corner i'm just like looking around like something in here is gonna help me i got nothing seriously though it's literally just like not even in a city it's like some weird suburban street corner and there's just goblins in the street and that's where you're fighting yeah you know when uh you're it's a sunday afternoon you're about to go mow the lawn and there's a fucking cyber fight on the corner god damn kids again it's so weird and then you can control the camera during the fight can you yeah you can just swivel around the whole battlefield zoom in zoom out huh it's super weird choice oh well you gotta really get in there and appreciate the models yeah i guess because uh it like it doesn't help the gameplay at all in fact it makes it much worse because when you're trying to like select enemies it can be very bad i don't know that was a thing you can do i have like a lot of times i would uh i think it was right click and then it gets rid of the hud oh yeah nice (laughs) yeah and the first time i did that i like panicked because i was like great i'm just stuck here forever now (laughs) (laughs) this is me oh no so let's get into the crux of the battles right so um when you 
you walk up, right? Your character walks up and then some dude walks up at you and then you get five cards to pick from. Yeah. So then you have your deck. It's like any of these deck builders. You start with a basic deck that's like four basic attacks, four basic defense, and then some smattering of special cards. Do I have to go through all of the characters? We can briefly go through the characters. There's uh, a Tron lady who does poison in the form of uh, her radioactive attacks. She has radiation damage. Damage, and then she has overheat yeah. or like two mechanics and her weird overheat mechanic yeah. which if you do too much she takes damage no when you overheat too much it adds a penalty card to your deck oh is that what it does yeah i don't know i didn't like her and then the penalty card is just like a do nothing card so it just fills your hand and deck with cards that don't do anything i mean to say i didn't like her i didn't like this game it's not fun but yeah. <laughs> not um, to bury the lead <laughs> So when I played as her, uh, the build I had that was good, quote unquote, was a overheating build where I would just spam things because the overheat cards tended to be better, right? Because they also inflicted this negative on you. Yeah. But then I had a bunch of bonuses for overheating. So I would just slam these really strong cards and just overheat as much as possible because that actually buffed me way more than the penalty cards mattered. Oh, sure. You have your medieval lady who is a paladin vampire? Yeah. Because she's into punishment because anime. Yeah. Also vampirism or vampirism. Yeah. Which does what you think it does. You attack the enemy. You get health back based on the damage that you do. The punishment mechanic is... uh. I want to say thorns, but that just could be all the Minecraft where they hit the character and they take damage for doing so. I know there is a more general term for that. For the life of me, I can't think of it. I don't know. And then your third um, ancient Greek goddess magic lady who doesn't really attack on her own. She has summons. Mm. She has a few attack cards, um, but mostly it's about powering your summon with command, which is like a thing that she builds up. And every turn your summon automatically activates, but you can also, there's cards that cause it to activate. But to do that, you need to keep up your command total, blah, 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 blah. Now, in addition to all of those, there is more specialized cards that do a variety of things which is weird because like i didn't think the if i only ever played this in like 15 minute increments i didn't think it was all that bad it's still kind of boring it's just so like poorly tutorialized and it just throws you into it but doesn't explain what anything does which weirdly reading the card explains the card often they have enough tool tips that if you're willing to sit there and read it's mostly not a huge issue but i'm impatient i get that but it's also just like weird uh, for me okay so like i have been playing magic for 15 years and blah 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 and i've played through a ton of your support group meets on tuesdays yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) um uh, i've played through a ton of slay the spire and monster train like deck builders and card games and that kind of stuff i am very knowledgeable of so going into it and then like seeing the stuff it's very easy to just like figure out what's good and what's not yeah a lot of cards are not good so like i'm not in as into nearly uh card games as you are i i I enjoy magic i played the shit out of slay the spire i'm not 
big into roguelike deck builders as a genre, I don't think. Not that there's that many good examples of it. So maybe I am and I don't know. But like it's something in this felt lacking, the basic card game. And I don't know if it was, which is weird because a lot of the cards, um, especially the like vampire later, like I had really good synergy going with the deck that I had with her. And even the uh, the stupid summon lady, like that wasn't bad. Like I had a system that was working, but like the cyber ninja Tron lady, I I was not having a good time with her. But it's also like, it seems very simplified and overcomplicated at the same time. I get that. Because like there are times when you have a lot going on. So in addition to the cards, you have an upgrade system where you get skill points that you can put in, which do a variety of things. Yeah. There's a shop that you can go to where you can buy items. You have three item slots to start with. You can use items that do a variety of things. When is a good time to use the items? I don't know. Mostly all the time because like every battle basically, uh, like, I don't know, every other battle gives you one, it felt like. Or maybe it's just elite battles give you one. Uh, yeah, I think so. So like you get items all the time. Well, yeah, but like the um, hardcore RPG nerd in me is like, I can't use any of these items. I might need them later. Sure. Which meant that I was just wasting them. It isn't like the items that you get later on down the road are better than the ones that you start with. They're the no, same they're the ones same the items. whole time. Almost always. Um, which like all of this should sound pretty familiar. It's odd that the shop like you have just straight up access to in between each fight that that is actually one thing i really liked not even in between each fight you can get to it during a fight oh yeah you can just like the same thing with the leveling up like you can just spend those points whenever which is an interesting way to go about it i mean it's not useful but it's a thing you can do oh oh shit there's also the uh extra cosmetic items that you get because you get the special stupid cube potato currency after finishing a run and then you can use that shit to buy cosmetic buffs i mean they give you um the stat bonuses and shit oh do they yes they do never bothered to equip one yeah uh because all of the character all three characters that i have have the same items because they just give you bonus stat points to start with like a lot of bonus stat points probably should have done that at some point oh well i didn't find the game hard at all well stats i mean upgrade points oh yeah no it's not a difficult game um yeah no just the like for most of the characters I would probably add a new card once every three or four battles. There's there's 15 cards or 15 battles. Yeah. You, you don't really, a lot of the cards have bad synergies and aren't actually that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas just like parts of your deck are just, it's better to have those. Yeah, What? and I thought it was, there are points where if uh, you have the option once you finish a battle to do a quote unquote normal battle or quote unquote elite battle and you have different things. Oh, goodness. So it's, For each normal or so it gives you three options every time and it'll be some smattering of normal or elite battles Uh, except for bosses. It's always boss, but you still get three options because each option comes with a quest. Yeah, you don't have to do that quest that level, which is not explained. No, definitely thought you did my first time through. Oh, same. But once you complete the quest, you get whatever the reward is. But the rewards could be anything from, like, a legendary card, duplicate a card, remove a card, upgrade all attacks in your deck. Yeah, it is a crazy RNG roll as to what you're going to get when it gets to when you select it. Yeah, and some of them, like, are super easy to do. Yeah, or it's, like, use two instant cards. Or there's one that was just, like, deal 50 damage. Yeah. Okay. Then I had one that was, like, gain 50 shield in a single turn. Yeah. (laughs) Or do like 80 damage in a single turn. What? (laughs) Most of the enemy's health is like 50. How am I supposed to do 80 damage? Yeah. (laughs) Cool, cool. (sighs) 
there's so both monster train and slay the spire feel like they have more rng elements in them which i think is important they'll have like random type encounters mm -hmm. where you'll get you know stuff that can greatly change your run and i didn't really feel that about this one yeah i didn't feel like any because there are rng elements but yeah like it isn't nothing that it was throwing at me felt like it made that much of a difference yeah maybe some of the legendary cards but you get a lot of opportunity to get legendary cards so it isn't like you have that one spot in a run or you missed it you you can just get it again or you can buy them from the shop like because you get gold and like you can get it set up where it just pisses gold at you. Money's not an issue. What some of the items that you can get after you complete a run just give you like 10,000 gold, which is enough to buy everything in the shop like three times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, I don't like it's not terrible, I guess, but it never really like the actual gameplay feels lacking. Yeah. And it is that, like, I don't know if they needed a better rng slash like kind of that setup uh just more interesting slash different card balance it, like there's just something off about the gameplay ignoring again like the art direction is never my style really <laughs> with the characters trying to be super anime and then like again goblins in a suburban town <laughs> well i thought that like 3d anime-ish characters I, I mean i don't like 3d anime anyway but, like, you have them, and then you have uh, going for more realistic-looking monsters, which is, like, they look weird side-by-side. Side. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're going to have a style, stick to that style. Otherwise, it just clashes. Uh, but, so, like, other things that it doesn't tell you, there's a whole combo thing. Right, I never figured out how the shit that works. Yeah, so, if you play, there, there'll be, like, a series of tiles of different colors. And if you play, so, like, red tile, blue tile, red tile. And if that means if you play an attack, a defense, and then an attack action, you will combo. And your next attack will deal double damage. By the way, it's actually possible to build up multiple combos because sometimes you'll have combo sets that don't have any attacks in them. It'll just be like blue, 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 or blue, purple, blue, purple. Are they? Yeah. yeah I never got that. So you can hilariously have like stacks of like your next attack, your next like five attacks will do double damage because you don't actually attack. I had that with the uh, summoner as I literally sat there and purged basically every attack from my deck. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm just here to defend. I, <laughs> sir. So, did you know there's two other things? No. Yeah. It's parrying. I'd seen that pop up, but I didn't know what it meant. Okay, so you parry whenever an enemy's attack e exactly equals the amount of shield you have. So if they have three attack and you have three shield, when they hit you, it'll trigger a parry and they'll be stunned next turn and not get an action. Okay. So, like, that's what I mean when I say no sort of tutorialization. Like, okay. None. The, the cards, like, none of the synergies are explained because you should just play and figure it out, I guess. Fine. But like the c -c -c combo system and the parry, I would sometimes get combo mist or parry mist or like something like that. But nothing told me how to do it or what that meant, unless it's buried in a menu somewhere. And the UI is not great. So. The UI is actually quite cluttered and bad. Uh. 
like when you finish a battle, you get a pop up uh, in the lower right hand corner that says what you got from the battle. It'll be like uh, maybe a card, some gold, some skill up points, whatever. Right. If you hit continue, it scraps all those items. Yeah. You have to click on them to accept them, which is such a like, why would not continue just automatically accept them? Now, it doesn't because sometimes your item slots are full and it gives you an item Mm -hmm. so you can just scrap it. But why it wouldn't. Why does it just automatically assume you don't want any of that stuff if you hit continue to move forward instead of just accepting it except for the stuff that you can't? I don't understand. Well, because like most of these games, when you click on, because you get a card every battle, like all of these games, when you click on it, it gives you the choice between two different cards. Uh, And then you look at both of them, you go, neither of these synergize with my deck and they're both too expensive to be any good. uh, So I'll just pass. Which I did all the time. As I said, I basically didn't take new cards. I did. They I would just load that shit up. They fill your deck with bad cards. Fuck yeah. I don't know that. <laughs> because, and this is the thing. So you think, oh, well then, aren't you leaving yourself up to the whims of fate? No. No. Because you're... every time you play a card, you draw a card. You always have five cards in hand. Unless you have something in play that specifically limits that. Yeah. But those are special cards. So... So, yeah, if your whole deck costs, like, zero, you play your whole deck every turn. It's hilarious. I'm just gonna stare at Jake, see how long this takes. My phone's blowing up. And you don't have to lie. It's my brother. You don't have one of those. I have a bunch of those. I got siblings for days. No, phones, not brothers. I have a bunch of phones, too. I mean, only one with service, but I technically have a bunch of phones. And what were we talking about? Some about ice cream? Yeah, how uh, you forgot about precision. What the fuck is precision? When your attack exactly equals your opponent's remaining hit points you trigger precision and you gain i can't remember if it's 50 or 100 gold okay (laughs) i don't think i ever saw that oh hell yeah precision (laughs) game's full of weird little things like that it just doesn't matter because so the only time i had a challenge was with the cyber ninja girl um but like it was a bit more get set up massively overheat annihilate but while i was setting up my massive overheat i was kind of vulnerable to damage Uh, vampire fiesta she's (laughs) a vampire yeah so like as long as the enemy doesn't one shot you it kind of doesn't matter yeah you gotta like really try to get her killed yeah yeah and then the summoner my god the summoner was by far the easiest really i had a much easier time with the vampire and like i hated using the summoner because she was boring oh i get that but because you just as i said i just sat there and just summon stuff and then just spam cards that uh there was a it was uh, one of the instants purple card it said activate your companion plus two companionship so it actually gave you more companionship than it used and uh yeah you just spam the shit out of that there was also a card that was a defense card that was gain three armor activate your companion plus one companionship which like okay yeah yeah well her uh because her summons are the griffin which gives her shield the lion which does single target damage and a dragon which attacks everything on the field yep which each of them upgrades so the griffin starts by giving you three shield and then five the dragon does two to everything and then four to everything the lion does three to the lowest health and then seven when you upgrade them but 
uh, personally, I would just hop back and forth between the dragon and the griffin. Griffin up front to just pump out shield because it's what the griffin do. Yeah. And then just the dragon to spam the fire because, and I don't know if this was for you, but I would get the dragon to attack every time I played like a companion card, whereas the lion wouldn't. Ah, so each of them also triggers when you play a specific type of card. Oh, uh, okay. The griffin always triggers when you play a defense order. The lion always triggers when you play an attack order. And the dragon always triggers when you play an instant. It's the purple ones. Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, either way, I was getting enough cards that like either the companion and you like make them do a thing or the dragon was just constantly attacking always. And the lion would attack once at the end of the turn for what I was doing. And yeah. I only ever ran her the one time and I completed a run with her and I was like, great, I never have to do this again. We're done here. But I was having a like much easier time just using the dragon. Always be throwing fire. Yeah, she felt significantly OP to the point where like I would have enemies that would drain my shields every turn. So I couldn't even build up a ton of shield and be like, ah, I'll just tank every hit, which I could do because when I had it, didn't have enemies that did that, I would just throw out the griffin and then just stack like a hundred armor in a single turn which you don't lose armor in between turns so uh when your opponents are out there doing seven damage and you can gain a hundred in a single turn it really doesn't matter yeah uh and then i would just switch to one of the attack ones didn't matter which and just slowly obliterate them uh <laughs> that's it like but when i faced an enemy that knocked my defense off every turn i could still get like 20 armor so i wouldn't take damage that turn yeah and dish out uh, it depended you know somewhere between 10 and 50 damage a turn yeah because you could just hot swap the uh, her summons yeah it's fucking brutal. I think, because uh, I streamed this, uh, my miserable run with the first lady and then the bullshit run I had going with the vampire lady. And like, I was having a much better time with the vampire lady because uh, she wouldn't die. And then she would do a bunch of damage because it was damage based on like how much vampirism that she had going on. So there was that multiplier. And then everything that I was playing was giving her punishment. So when she got attacked, it was just doing more damage back to her hitter it was fucking easy mode yeah 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 but again i never felt really challenged like at all and i suppose there is like a mode that supposedly gets progressively harder sure but uh, i didn't feel like the game really was enough for me to be interested in it yeah 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 i yeah you know it's weird like i want to talk about like the music or something but i don't have anything to say because i could not and i played it earlier just like as a little bit of a refresher i couldn't tell you what the shit the music or like the sound is oh no that's not true the uh sound effects that they use for the enemies are just like bog standard fucking uh sounds and i know for a fact i've heard these other places but i cannot place them they're very stock sound uh sounding whether or not they are actually just like purchase stock sounds that is what they sound so I don't care to keep talking about this game to you. God, no. I don't have anything to say. All right. It, it, it's this weird thing that I happened to see and was like, hey, maybe we should play this because, you know, it's the year of anime. And then we played it and... It turned out to be right up our alley anyway. Yeah. 
it it's not good i i like the genre so i didn't hate my time with it but it didn't hook me at all and every moment that i played it i was like you could just be playing monster trainer slay the spire which yeah. are both presented and are so much better uh, like more thought out which i guess i, I might not be fair to uh who is it trino games i don't know how long we worked on this i don't know I said before, if I only played this in like 15 minute increments, eh, I don't, um, I, I didn't, we've certainly played other stuff that has like offended me on a personal level. And this ain't that, this is whatever. This is, uh, one of those, um, oh my God, what was that game that, uh, Brain Boy suggested to us that PS1 game? This is that it's going to come and go and I'm never going to think about it again. Yeah. Yeah. But it was free. So the price was right. Yeah. It's, uh, we got it for a whopping $0 cause it was, uh, on game pass. So like I played the thing and I never have to play it again. And I can say you probably shouldn't play it. Like that's it. Don't don't do the thing. Well, what do we do now? Well, now we answer letters from listeners like you. <gasps> we have letters? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. It's been so long. I know. You'd think every week, every other week, we release every two weeks, right? I know what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Yeah. I, I'm like, hey guys, send us letters. And then people don't. I mean, sometimes they do, but like not often. And that's fine. But like just send us letter. They can be dumb. I don't care. It's cool. I'll read dumb things on air. Didn't you read the uh, Sonic lyrics that one time? I did. That was fun. But if you send us more Sonic lyrics, I'm actually not reading those. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to the actual letter. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start out with. Uh, Greetings to you, you wonderful lot, which is already too much praise after what I just pulled there. <laughs> Coming to you this week from Ye Old World British Pub, <gasps> which I co-own with the Duke of... I, this is literal gibberish. Oh, come on. Galoshiels? The Duke of Galoshes? Maybe. <laughs> Round one of the British culture quiz. Hold the fuck up. Is this the indomitable Lord Britannia? Who do you think it is? Oh, you magnificent limey bastard. All right. So uh, we got stupid village names. Twe with 12 names here. Two of them aren't real. Oh, good. All right. You ready? Uh-huh. All right. Oh, I get to see them? Oh, this never happens. What? Oh, I don't, do I? No. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, for uh, those of you playing the home game, uh, Jason has this on a screen that I can't see anytime. Like, he reads all of the emails. Like, um, I don't see them uh, when we're with Elsa. Elsa can't see them either. It's just Jason. Just me. Yeah, I read your emails. We don't read your emails. No, no. I read your emails. <laughs> All right, so Wet Wang, Shitterton, Sandy Balls, Undercarriage, New Zealand, <laughs> Nether Wallop, Knob End, Under Dicker, <laughs> Scratchy Bottom, Fanny Meadow. Ooh, that's good. Bitchfield. Ooh. And Twat. Uh, Two of those are not real. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, read the first three again. Wet Wang. Wet Wang. Nah, it's bullshit. Shitterton and Sandy Balls. Shitterton and Sandy Balls are definitely real. All right, so I'm guessing Wet Wang and fuck, there's so many there <laughs> and I can't see them. I know. I can look at them and I can tell you which ones. Uh, I'm going to pull one of the ones that I remember. I'm going to say Undercarriage, which I'm pretty sure that's an actual place, but Twat is definitely real. I've seen signs from Twat. Twat 100% is real. Same with Bitchfield. Yeah, right. Um, Bitchfield's too good not to be. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going with undercarriage. And then, I don't know, upper dicker? Yeah. <laughs> 
It's not bad, though. Nah, I'll, I'll go with Upper Decker. All right, round two, quick fire questions. What Star Wars, Star Wars droid would you want as a companion? R5-D4. None of them. He gets stressed and explodes. It's oh, hilarious. Oh, sorry, what's uh, HK-47? The, the genocide bod? <laughs> <laughs> the one from uh, the video game that uh, is a whole lot of murdering people. Oh, no, I'm thinking of the one that's the assassin that's just uh, in it to murder all life forms. No. When uh, Boba Fett is standing there with Jabba, he's uh, in the room. Not that he gets any screen time, but that's uh, that's what he's about. And I can't think of his name. What's funny is I don't actually like Star Wars. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible question for the lot of us. Yeah, no, HK-47 uh, is the droid from KOTOR. Ah, I'm still going R5-D4. That calls you meatbags. Yeah. He's the uh, red R2 that Luke tries to buy. Favorite onomatopoeia? Oh, in general? Yes. Fuck. I got nothing. Slap. Huh. Man, I don't think of that as an onomatopoeia. And yet. Yeah, right? I don't have everything for quick fire, son of a bitch. All right. What would you most like to get as your next slash first tattoo? Uh, I want to get a Cheshire cat. I don't put much thought into it because, like, I don't know. It would be a first tattoo for me. Uh, Jake has tattoos. I don't. Yeah, I have tattoos, yeah. Uh... I just, I, I don't know. I want to get an N7, but I don't want to be a total bro about it. And I can't not do that if I have an N7 tattoo. <laughs> so, you know, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Although I also like, I want to get the, um from the Bleach anime, the bounce symbol where it's like the spade and it goes around because I think it looks cool. I have no idea. What but then is. I don't want to talk to Bleach fans about it. I if anybody that. fucking recognizes it. Ugh. Like there's lots of things that are, I don't know, kind of neat, but nothing that I feel like I ever, like, I just don't think about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, um I, I don't know if uh, anybody's ever seen them i've got two tattoos they're my children's names they are um ambigrams their first and middle name so like depending on what direction you're looking at them it's their first name or their middle name but i want to get stuff that's like something about books which is what the cheshire cat's for and then i want to get something for video games which is like why i wanted to get an n7 but also i want to get like chrono trigger and then i was like trying to pick a character or like maybe uh final fantasy because i like the uh the wolf's head thing that uh, cloud has but i want to be all like fucking final fantasy because those people are fucking weird but like i want to get frog but i also like robo you know like because i fucking love remember when square was fun when you were young and stupid and didn't know better yeah before the merger with enix yeah when it was just square quote unquote merger <laughs> when enix bought them anyway these are supposed to be <laughs> quick fire so uh favorite non-food smell sandalwood what you're thinking when I buy incense, because I burn incense, uh, sure. I always get uh, sandalwood and something else. I love the smell of sandalwood. It's what they burn in uh, churches. I will take it. Yeah, I guess that it. doesn't narrow anything down for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it smells like when you burn churches. Yes. When you burn churches, it smells like sandalwood. Ah, perfect. That's God being pleased with you. <laughs> I don't know. Like when you wake up and it's like a dewy, mossy, misty kind of morning. Ooh, sure, sure. Yeah. That's good smell. <laughs> that or like... Um, that when you're like driving and you just hit the edge of you get that salty ocean breeze. I just felt like the ocean kind of smelled like farts. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you most like to see live in concert once lockdowns are over? Ha ha! Lockdowns are never over! Uh... <laughs> I always wanted to see uh, Henry Rollins because I love his uh, speaking albums. I would have liked to have seen uh, Robin Williams. <laughs> I did. Oh. <laughs> Or like uh, Lewis Black, although I don't think yeah. he tours anymore. I don't think so. Um, I would love to say bands, but like I'm more likely to go see a comedian. 
I get that. Uh, I so it's the looking back, even pre-COVID, I don't know if I went to a concert in 2019 either. Yeah, I didn't. Like, well, <laughs> what's funny, like the as I'm talking to my brother, uh, he was the one that used to drag me to concerts. Like we would go to see a lot of concerts, but anymore, if we're like, because uh, we're trying to figure out if he's gonna come to town when he's coming, we'll go see a comedy show. Like him and I have gone to a shit ton of comedy shows. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Ignoring cost, I'm more likely, well, not more likely, but eh, just about as likely to go see, like, you know, theater stuff. Oh, sure, sure. But those are expensive. Are they? Yes. I mean, not more expensive than, like, expensive concerts, but they're in line with, like, expensive concerts. Uh, I wouldn't know. Which side of that? <laughs> Uh, theater. Yeah. I don't think I've ever gone to a theater to see a play or stage show or anything. Hey, I mean, I've talked about it before. Uh, when I went and saw Hamilton on uh, its uh, first run in Chicago, I think the tickets were like $400 a piece. I mean, that's a good reason why I've never gone to see a stage show of anything. Yeah, it's uh, one of the most unfortunate parts. I think uh, I, I've made it known on here and basically everywhere else, my love of musical theater. I like the theater. It's fun. But I don't know if that has come up a lot on here i assume so i mean at least my love of hamilton has but that definitely has yeah <laughs> i like a lot of musical theater in general um it's expensive is it yes sure <laughs> which uh is unfortunate yeah 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 it sucks anyway next one <laughs> favorite gamer bro snack <sighs> fuck uh, taco bell nacho taco uh! I don't know what is a gamer bro snack. I don't. Well, I'm just going to assume that we're talking about like stereotypical snacks, I guess. Hot pockets? Uh, hot pockets count probably. Uh, which, hot pockets like, are fucking gross. Like though. I was going to go mostly with like, I don't know exactly what counts, but I'm going with Funyuns because I feel like those count. Ooh. And I uh, love Funyuns. Flaming hot Funyuns. Final <laughs> answer. Funyuns. <laughs> Send us Funyuns. Funyun me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when slash if we ever open up a P.O. box, I want Funyuns with every letter you send. I'm not, don't actually do that. I, oh, man. I just, it would be funny just like to go to the post office and look on their face. We got more fucking Funyuns for you. I just want to like, Ted. do, you know, an unboxing video. And it's just going to be like, we open this box and here's a letter and here's a bag of Funyuns. <laughs> It'll be perfect. Just build a wall of Funyuns. Yeah, Funyun Fort. Funyun Fort. If we ever get a studio, can we call it the Funyun Fort? (laughs) Yes, 100% yes. All right, longer question for round three. Uh, Would you be willing to go slightly in depth about how the show gets made? Uh, Choosing the game, each of your duties on an episode, your setups and equipment, any kind of pre-written scripts and so forth. Uh, So, like, you've heard Jason talk, right? And what you don't realize is how much gets edited. And if you think he talks a lot on an episode, you should meet him in real life. Yes, if you're going to give him the opportunity, he gon' talk. (laughs) I rarely talk. I know it's uh, I mean, like we can share as much as we have, but like I don't want to make a sound like we're completely just flying by the seat of our pants. We are so much better now than we used to be. But like, kinda. Well, uh, 
We've talked about uh, scheduling. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, normally what we will do is we will come up with a list of games, which is always subject to change, which is why we don't t- say what it is that we're going to do. Because sometimes if we have, like, we'll try and plan a long game and then some short games to try and, you know, work around the timing of that to get a consistent schedule. Ideally, we will have a few episodes edited and uploaded uh, ahead of time to give us some extra wiggle room to play some stuff, get some more stuff recorded right you know like good time management is what we should be doing that doesn't always work out sometimes we run out of stuff because life happens right so uh, we have a list of games which we've talked about Uh, you can see and I need to update it because we've added some stuff since and I need to take some stuff off for what we've done on the discord like you can just see the list of games that we're generally pulling from now sometimes we have a listener suggestion those take priority usually unless we have stuff already recorded and set in stone but those are always first in the queue that we'll get to but I forgot what I was going on about Jason yes So we have our list and then every now and then we basically slot it out, right? We'll line up the next, say, six games, which is a couple months Mm -hmm. worth. And then we'll kind of basically set those and we'll be like, okay, these will be the next six we're going to play. We'll go about uh, looking at for sales, blah, 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 acquiring the games, playing the games. And that's all basically done on our own whenever we can. Yeah. Um, And then as we start to finish them, we start to, all right, when are we going to, when can we record? When do we need to record by blah, blah, blah. And we'll start setting up uh, recording times. We'll, if we can, you know, because of the uh, short game, long game type thing, we'll occasionally knock out upwards of, I think we've done three episodes in a single day. I think the most we've done is four. So, you know, sometimes we'll just knock out things back to back to back to back and to give us more time to edit and play longer games, that kind of stuff. So that's kind of how all that gets done. As for choosing games, it really is uh, like the this game, Neoverse, was literally just me scrolling. Yeah. Uh, I will go through Metacritic and just look at stuff. If it looks like dirt, I might suggest it. We look through lists of worst rated games of each year of all time, that kind of stuff. Yeah, of all time, by console, etc. We keep, obviously, our ears to the ground for new games, which, like... <sighs> we- I wish we could be better about turning around quickly on those, but as new games are 60 or $70 and are sometimes on platforms we don't have, it can be a bit difficult. Yeah, yeah. Um, duties on each episode, there isn't really. Uh, no, we, we take turns editing. Right. The, neither of us is the dedicated editor or anything. So, like, we sit down, we talk, and then, like, depending on who's editing what, we try not to do too many of one person back to back to back. Mm-hmm. We try to keep it split up. Uh, so we both it we both do basically most everything yeah if you ever wondered like if you're listening to them all in a row why the uh, intros are slightly different that's because like we have a different time where we'll like uh start the episode yeah and if you can correctly guess uh which one is edited by who you might win a free bag of funyuns that you send us yeah uh, it, it's funny <laughs> because obviously yeah, me doing the editing i can tell like immediately when listening to an episode yep, yep. i was like, like even if it's from like last year i can be like nope that was me oh same 
as soon as I like dial it up. That's like Elsa too, because uh, Elsa will hop in on the editing duties. Yeah, and like, uh, yeah, you can tell the ones between us which ones she edited, and yeah, it, so like we each have an editing style. I no one's really been like pointed it out, which is kind of funny to me. But yeah, like I think uh, for us listening to it, it's pretty obvious. But like they're not, they're still fairly consistent. It's not like yeah. crazy different. Uh and then <laughs> uh, scripting. We don't we don't have a script. Uh, this is, uh, I yeah. said earlier, sometimes I'll have an outline, which I will share if like there's a bunch of talking points or like I know Elsa will take a lot of notes and she's got stuff she wants to go over. Depending on the game, I will have a bunch of notes of stuff to either bring up or I know Jason's going to start making shit up in a story so I can at least keep it straight for myself. I've never made anything up. Uh, no, that's fine because I, I've i said it before and I mean this. I love the stories, like especially for a boring game when you just start flying off the cuff the shit that you make up. Like um deaf batman god i can never remember that name <laughs> uh quiet the quiet man, man yeah i the the story that you came up with the quiet man is so much better than that actual game it's fucking i love that shit <laughs> yeah i i think that's i don't remember if that stream was back when we were saving them to youtube so i'm not sure if that stream is archived forever or not oh i don't know yeah good times because you could you can watch it happen in real time as i just talk over the well basically no sound because you're deaf <laughs> uh yeah uh, it's and I I have covered this many times. I don't take notes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a pretty good memory, such that and we don't typically you you'll you'll see it sometimes. Typically, I finish a game within the week that we're recording. And uh, yeah, so it's not like I'm often sitting around like ah oh, well you know in a couple months I have to think about this game. It's usually pretty fresh on my mind, so I can just start rapid firing about it. Does this mean I miss some details? Yes. Does it mean that I'm like don't necessarily remember all the nuances of how did I think the graphics felt yes but I also don't think those things matter as much in the like grand scheme of like how I'm remembering a game should be how I'm remembering the game yeah yeah like if I remember having a bad time or it looking good or bad then I should just do that and not like look at my notes and be like well this one time yeah there was that one scene in the middle of the game where the cutscene looked really good and it doesn't change your overall opinion of the game that you've already finished yeah totally so uh, this is just me off the cuff and like as you mentioned i i'll talk over and over and over and over about (laughs) nonsense it's just kind of how it be so well what's funny and like we've talked about this before is um because jason and i work together so like we will talk about stuff that we're playing at work before we even get to record it and so like as a listener like you miss all of that some of which makes it into the episode some of it's more refined as you know like we're uh talking through stuff to uh get it right before we record unintentionally because like you've heard me talk all of this shit is like half form sentences at best i know what i'm about and it ain't thinking parts Blah. Blah indeed. <laughs> so that concludes another novella of an email. They're for they're forced to move on from their pub as a gang of brigands has just forced down the door and set fire to the place, which like as brigands are wont to do. Yeah, put up with that shit from now. Never mind. Don't put up with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows where my travels will take me next time. And here's hoping they will have good internet connection so you can email again. Yeah, yeah. More yeah. emails all the time. Please. When you can. Yeah, I mean, don't like half-ass it. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm just like happy to get emails, especially ones that are like like that. Good email from. Uh, it says it's from Mr. Brett. Also, the false names were Undercarriage, which we got right. Yeah. And Fanny Meadow. Damn it! Really? I would have thought Fanny Meadow was an actual place. I guess you know if we're thinking because Fanny is more uh, British. Uh, see, like I've been watching a lot of uh, Sarah Millican stand-ups, and when I hear Fanny, I just think uh, lady parts. Yeah, which is why, like, knowing that it's British slang for lady parts is probably more likely to be less real because these are all supposedly, you know, British places. Yeah, I think some a place being Fanny Meadow would be more likely in the U.S. as it's less that connotation, and they would just name it that and just be like, eh, whatever. Well, yeah, because uh, Fanny in the states is typically referred to as like someone's butt. Yeah, but also like given the um, length and breadth of British history just because it's now called Fanny Meadow that's or true. like it's called Fanny Meadow it doesn't mean that's what it was when they named it of course if there was a place the British place called that we would probably have one in the states because sure as shit we love naming things after other things fuck yeah new Fanny Meadow <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> See, like, I was fucking split on undercarriage. Anyway, thank you, Lord Lord Britannia. Mr. Brett, you delightful man. Yeah, thanks, I guess. <laughs> I'll try to sound excited. Hang on, let me try that. Let me roll that. Right, right. One more time. One let more me time. Just, yeah. I'll totally edit that out. I'm lying now <laughs> to myself in the future about editing. <laughs> thanks! <laughs> I couldn't resist. All right. So uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, things you want us to uh, prattle on about, email thebadgamecast at gmail.com. If you'd like other ways to interact with us, check out our Twitter. I tweet when episodes release. I should probably treat like when we go live on Twitch because a lot of people do that because we stream on Twitch Monday through Thursday. I should also just kind of tweet more. I really shouldn't because like I don't have thoughts that I care about. No, you should tweet more. Also, we can set it up that a tweet goes out automatically. We just don't. Uh, so you can check out the Twitter, the Twitch, uh, the Twitch VODs. If you miss them, obviously they're still up on Twitch for like, uh, two weeks or something. Yep, two weeks. And then hopefully Jake uploads them to YouTube. Real hit or miss on that one. Yeah. So, you know, check out the YouTube if you missed some stuff. Oh, I need to do that for the week too. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking to never get updates, check out the Facebook page. Ew. <laughs> uh, seriously, don't go there. Uh, and not just because Facebook is like the worst, uh, but that's mostly it. Uh, there's a Discord, which, like, isn't super active, but I personally would like the Discord to be better because I actually use and like Discord. Yeah. The, uh, as opposed to, like, Facebook, which I am never on. Right. Discord is one of those things that uh, behind the scenes we are talking about and actively working towards being better at. We're just not there. Yeah. Uh, like and- Twitter. <laughs> Basically. Like all things. Yeah. Uh, uh, I seriously had the last Reddit. The stuff gets posted on Reddit. Yep. That's the only one that I'm like on the spot with. Damn right. Uh, and then Patreon because, uh, your support is the best. You know who you are. You support us and you're the best. Your support means the world to us. You're the fucking bestest. Yeah. Give yourself a high five. Also, uh, you know, we get those uh, off topic episodes coming out. So it's true. We have an extra episode every month. That is us talking about news slash dumb stuff you know whatever it's just more excuses for me to talk into a microphone don't give me more excuses <laughs> i'll do it he doesn't need them just gonna record myself all the time every day 24 7 you should i'm a vlogger now oh perfect life vlogs start at six <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have anything else i'm gonna that. keep everything as a, a year long with uh jason the ramblings of a madman <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
perfect. You can find me on Twitter at Jake Bray. Uh, I should tweet more. I mean to. I look at Twitter. Like Some I tweet more. I open Twitter and like oh, I browse I through it. But like Ugh. I'm on Twitter, like I'm on Reddit. I'm just lurking. Twitter's almost as bad as Facebook. Uh huh. Don't social media, folks. It's bad for you. <laughs> it really is. No, like that's actual science. It's bad. For it you. really is. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, we don't have to. We get to. Yeah. Yay! Anyway, for the bad game cast, I've been Jake. I'm still Jason. Good night, everybody. cut it and then you spin it all about first you write it and that's the hokey pokey and then you read it and you, that's how it works do it all about